0: Yo, what's up? I'm kid,
1: going to keep y'all know. Here we go. Oh, yeah. we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and in Open Form. Marion and your host. each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Right here on KNON 89.3 FM on your dial. The voice of the people. There's lot so much going on i like to throw something out there, and I'll probably have to pick it up if you don't. It's so much happening. Just for a few moments, I'd like to hear from y'all on uh, an open line. I I won't throw a subject out there. I want to hear what y'all want to talk about. It is so much happening. So much going on. Is there anybody out there have has something on your mind? Everyone should in a situation like this. A time that we in, a era that we in. What is really on your mind? Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number to call to find out what's on the minds of the people. What's on your mind? What What is it that you want to talk about? Tell me, because there are so many things. We can talk about it and so many different opinions about those things that we might want to hear and we might not. I don't know. I don't know, really. But this is one of those times when it's just, uh, see, it's easy. Talk shows are easy when it's just one thing out there and there's one thing going on everybody can jump on it. But when you got things flying in every direction, off, off the hook, just flying, it's so tough that Trump is not even a great subject today. <laughs> I don't think unless this on someone's mind. But there are things that are happening out there that just really have made no sense. Have made no sense. How how do you think Biden's gonna do? How do you think he's going to do as president? Do you think the Senate and the Congress are going to work together and work with him? Or are they going to work against him? Are we in a better time today? I'm talking to some of you grown folk out there, real grown folk. Which one are we better off, today or in the mid-60s? Now I know there's a lot of old, gotta be some old folk out there that really can remember the mid 60s versus today. The mid 60s was a time that it seems like we were on our way up. Lyndon Johnson in 64, July 2nd, 64, signed the Civil Rights Bill 65, voting rights. It seemed like we were really on our way to what we would call equality. And it seems like we got a president now that's talking that uh, equalizing America. What about that? Will this be the mid-60s all over again? And then by 1968, we got punished because Hubert Humphrey lost to Richard Nixon and uh, there uh, Nixon became president and turned back things turned that turned clock off turned that speaker off no longer were we heading upwardly or progressively but turned it back to right wing conservative philosophy I wonder I wonder about that what is it, what is it, what is it that we going to do? Are we going forward? Are we going to repeat the 60s all over again? Some of you real grown folk, come on, you out there listening. Are we going to repeat the 60s all over again? Will this, will this, be the same thing that happened in '68 into the '70s on to the '80s? America turned back, right-wing conservative, and had that so-called liberal boost of the '60s. Lyndon Johnson was president. Conservatives, ah, uh, well, no. Republicans and Democrats work together. Got things done. Will this be that way? 972 1893 is the number to call. All oh, you old folk, are you sleepy? Are you tired? Because I want to warn you, this is not the first time that we looked like was on our way. Looked like everything was looking up. They we're going to bring this country to some sense of equality. And all of a sudden, they switch gears on us. Hello? Come on, people. All right. Call me. 972 Who do we have, Jason?
2: We have a call from Beverly.
1: Beverly. All righty. Good morning, Beverly.
3: How you doing this
1: morning? Fine. How are you?
3: I'm, I'm fabulous you know what mm-hmm. we didn't finish that back in the 60s and mm-hmm. I'm looking at we transitioning we, we didn't just drop that file completely now John F Kennedy came in there and saw that it wasn't about what they was trying to say he said this is a racist problem he didn't call it racist but he knew what he was thats that that's my uh mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing it uh-huh. see. So they couldn't have him in there. Now, check it out. Check this out. Mm-hmm. John F. Kennedy was a Catholic, right? Right. Okay, Biden is what? Catholic. All right, now. But well, you remember
1: during the 60 election that John F. Kennedy was elected president, 1960, you had one preacher here in America. Oh, he went crazy saying if Kennedy is elected president, that the Pope would be running the United States.
3: You, See, that's you what remember who thinking. that preacher was? Uh, no, I don't.
1: I was little, but I was here. You he was here? I'll tell you. W.A. Criswell,
3: okay, pastor Fresh
1: First Baptist Church, Dallas. He was all over the nation everywhere talking about the Pope going to run America. If Kennedy is elected, don't don't vote for him.
0: And you
3: know something else? hmm The, uh, the Pope has come out since Trump been in here and said, it's the Catholic's fault, the reason why we still got this racism going.
1: Well, that's who started it. That's, uh, that's the, Exactly. When, when when it was a Catholic, well, it was a Pope that gave the okay to start the Atlantic slave trade. Exactly. It was a Pope. It was a Pope exactly. that did it. And
3: but, um, I to, think we have a lot more to go, but we're almost there, y'all, but you know what when when good is around you go you go. always be forever fighting. I was looking at journalists this morning that good fight you got to keep that good fight, people mhm, we have yeah. to keep the good fight
1: you got to, but see the thing about it, in the sixties, we let our guard down. We let our guard down. We didn't go to the polls. We didn't elect Hubert Humphrey.
0: No. We allowed them to elect
3: Richard Nixon
1: and he turned the hands of time back, huh?
3: I said they've been uh, suppressing our votes all these years. That's why I say this is exposure time. Yeah. They've been doing it. Remember, it was a time you had to pay the vote?
1: Oh, you had poll taxes. You
3: suppress your vote.
1: Yeah, poll tax.
3: Come in, on now.
1: In Texas it was a dollar seventy
3: five.
0: And back in that time
1: that was a whole lot of money. A dollar seventy five to vote. And uh, now they're giving us the vote for free and we have too many people that won't take advantage of it.
3: Well, what do you think about the uh, third party coming up? You think
1: there's gonna be one? I'm sure the Republicans don't want that. They don't want Trump to start his, uh, his third party yeah, like he hinted. Think it still be Trump. I don't think if there'll be Trump, he's not
3: going to be able to run for office
1: anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Not, I, I don't know how this him? will come down if he's convicted. But at the same time, uh, they're not sure about that law. Maybe just bringing charges against him, which that's what the impeachment is, is to just to bring charges. Uh, it might be. But then again, I hear too many of them come right behind and say, no, that's not true. So I don't I don't know how this is going to come down.
3: Back. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to uh, uh, observe this because we are making too much noise now. And I've been saying for the longest, we need our own party people. I don't see Trump coming back. I don't see that. All right. I'm going to sit back and see what we're going to do. This is where we're stepping up, people. We're, did you hear that little young 22-year-old lady on that did her portrait?
0: She was fantastic. We,
3: that, she was awesome. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. 22 years old.
1: She looked like she was about 12.
3: And has a speech problem. Come on, people.
1: Yeah. She looked like Thank she was 12. Dear, All right. Thank Have you. Day.
0: Uh-huh. Bye-bye.
1: That clears the line, 972 Who do you have, Jason?
2: We have a call from David.
1: David? All righty. Good morning, David.
3: How you do, Brother Barnett?
1: How
0: are you, David?
3: Oh, I got peace of mind. I saw
0: your your son uh, uh, last Saturday. Oh, you did? hmm Yeah,
3: we were in Wh- the same place together.
0: Which one? <laughs> which one I am I saying? I don't know
3: which one, but... He's cool though. He's cool though. <laughs> All
0: right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. He, yeah. He's real cool. But in 1960, we were Negroes that was colored people. In 1970, you became an African American. You got 51 history years of history of being an African American, which is straight downhill mm. from when we was Negroes that was colored people. See that? See that's the problem right there. When you became this African American, that. Jeffrey Jackson said he was in 1960, they put it on the census, it was 1.1 million in 1970, now it's 42 million African-Americans with summa cum laude, magna cum laude, and cum laude. And so, that's the problem, Mm -hmm. and you know, it ain't gonna change, you just celebrated your golden anniversary of being an African-American. African Americans versus the Negro that was a fellow person. That's what I am. I never did become one of those African Americans. All right. <laughs> and mm-hmm. see, that's what the biggest problem is. Our nation of people, that's why we done went straight down. We were soul sisters and soul brothers back then. What do the young people call themselves now? When well, man, you was 18 and 19 and
1: 10 years old, we called ourselves four. Well, me, ball, you owned something. They called, uh, we called each other, hey, brother, so brother, sister, and everything. But here, yeah, lately, these later years, they call each other dogs.
3: It's dogs, bitches, and hoes, and fools. Yeah. Now, what's the definition? What do the Bible say about them four <laughs> words cuz the, the young people call it? Because I know every scripture in the Bible that tell you about this, about about them four words, and all four of them is in the Bible. Oh yeah, they, the are of right. now,
1: they, they, they are all there. They said they are said in long, but they still and, and, a characterization.
0: The
3: funny mm-hmm. thing about it back then. We sung hymns. We are sang blues in the church house. And don't tell me you ain't singing blues in the church house, but 'cause I've been singing blues in the nightclub for sixty five years. <laughs> That's what she's singing in the in the nightclub. Big mama didn't allow that kind of music in her church. <laughs> she, she 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 get she pulled my ears off when I got up on the piano and started playing Amazing Grace and playing it in I'm in the mood for love. I we yeah. will forget that. Yeah.
1: There me, have been to... some changes. There have definitely been some changes. But I thank you, and I thank you for your call. That clears the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have? Uh,
2: Jason? We'll move on to Brother Willie. Brother Willie, good morning. Hello,
3: Reverend Barnett. We just want to say that we appreciate you for the platform that you have set for all of us i uh, mm-hmm. down for years, and we just want to just give you uh, the
0: honor that's due you. And Brother born I say I just mm, want to thank you. to
3: all of us as a whole, uh, as the black people, that we got power, but we got to continue to use the power that we have. We've seen illustration just here uh, recently when we went to the polls on Donald Trump and got him out of where he need to be got out from. Mm-hmm. at the same time,
1: we got to continue to use that power that we have for as a boy. Well, you, you, you really said something, Dan. Let me tell you something, what you said. We talked about we got out and we, got, we had power. We did. But I heard something on TV the other day I did not like. Um... Uh, Strahan, and uh, what's the other guy's name used to be? He was with uh, Clinton. In fact, he was uh, news director for Clinton. Y'all know who I'm talking about. They talked about, oh, how great. He's got to appoint black women. The black woman is the one who put him over there. The black woman is the one who voted for him. Now, the black male, didn't, the percentage was not as high as the black woman. But it was 80%. Oh, uh, I've been disappointed. He, uh, as far as I know, he's appointed two African-American men to his cabinet. Uh, only two. He's appointed a phenomenal number of black women. I'm glad to see them get it. But what is this thing leaving The black male out. What's going on? Nobody's talking about it. I guess they don't have the nerve, the courage to talk about it. It's kid that black women turn on. No, I'm going to talk about it. I don't fear anybody. Uh, Have you noticed that? Yes, sir. Yes. You know, I said the
3: thing over here, uh, Boy, I said, you know, um, God said he would make us what? The head and not what? The so? That's there. So anyway, but at the same time, people are going against what God uh, have instructed from the start. And that's the reason why we are in the shape and the predicament that we in because we're not uh, standing up to what uh, the verses through the Bible have a is stated for us to be able to live by, and that's why we got all of this chaos going on out here now because the people don't want to heed to the truth, and the truth is the one. It can't set us nowhere. it got to make it to be what it is that we got to be sir.
1: Yeah. All righty, but I thank you for your call, but I'm really, I, 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 I have been disappointed by Biden. I never was. Real, real high on Biden to begin with. But I'm just wondering, What do, what do we think? Where do you think black males are going? Because if you really want to know the truth, it was a black male that you got him in the White House. Remember the congressman from South Carolina? When he was about to drop out of the race and quit, the congressman of South Carolina told get on back, get on back in here. We'll make sure you win South Carolina. And he did. Congressman Clarkman, here's the reason why that this man is in the White House. I tell you what, I'm up against a short break, and you can call me at 972-647-1893. We'll be right back. Calls 972 647 1893. All right, Jason, who do we have? We have a call from Eric. Eric, all righty. Good morning, Eric.
3: Good morning, brother. how are you?
1: Fine, how are you?
3: I'm great. I've been still throwing up this door to make myself better. Because when I call myself the best, to be the best, I look after my ego, my self esteem, self sufficient, humble, uh, entertaining. And confident in myself. Because I've been like that all my life. If I say I am going to wake up, at a certain time, i go do what I do. That's what I do five days a week. Mm-hmm. I might take two pill but and run two miles. Do 100 shit up, 50 push up, 50 jump day. and jack. Uh, and that's what I do. So what I do five days a week, I'll keep on experimenting different other pills. You know, I've been through 39 of them. I got to get like 55 of them. I would take a pill one time a day. They call me I almost self-diabetic. And nobody could do it better. But spouse and patience have his best word, like left. Left a word, 1, mm-hmm. picture, it looks. Any man like a woodland master, God's for Jane 1, 17. Every good gift, it was perfectly my brother, like I said here. Mm-hmm. I'm going write books, movies, and it's going to be fiction books. I mean, the book I'm about the truth what I've been through. Cause I know what I've been through.
1: Okay. Man, I'm proud of you. Thank God for you. All right? All right. You have a good day. Uh huh. 972 647 nine nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, Jason?
2: We have a call from Joe.
1: Joe, all righty. Good morning, Joe.
3: Good morning, Day. How you doing,
1: Fine. How you doing this morning?
3: Oh, super, super. Down in the Mississippi Delta, trying to do some good down here. Shouting
1: praises everywhere. All right, uh, down in the Delta. Uh. Yes, sir. yes,
3: sir. Yes, of all your good blues and gospel
1: stuff, right? Yeah, you down I mean, below I mean, Memphis there, or what?
3: Yeah, yeah, Denver, Memphis, uh, Cleveland, Rover, Greenwood, in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 105 miles
1: south of Memphis. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're on down there. Yeah, the right there. Okay,
3: uh uh-huh. Yeah, just, just, just a few miles, BB King's grave. Oh, is just that just
1: right? Oh, yeah. Yes, you, sir.
0: You shut
3: sure yes, up on the Delta, uh, yeah. Holly Wolf and all that crew. Uh-huh. All uh, right in there. But look, cut to the chase over there. It, 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 it both me to no end. <clears throat> it both me to no end. When you hear after the election, uh, many people say, especially by persuasion, ethnic persuasion and far persuasion, that, uh, you know, I didn't vote, I didn't vote, vote. Now, nothing much is going to change, all them big liars, they're going to steal, and they, they're going to do what they've been doing. And uh, i I quick to remind them that when you cast your vote, you're not trying to elect a messiah. You're not mm-hmm. trying to elect a pope or a priest.
0: You're just trying to hope that your vote will help mm-hmm. elect
3: the best candidate out of the people's rank.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: I remind them hastily that you can even run yourself if you want to meet your participation. You can come.
0: Yeah. But
3: uh, uh, give it a chance. It's the best instrument we got to having some type of real democracy or public. Mm-hmm. And we saw Trump trying to destroy that. Right, but uh, as I said, I, I missed. I went on to say and I did a thing online that uh, there was a man ran several thousand, many thousand years ago, and uh, he was perfect. He was fast. Uh, he he. What well, he didn't run, but he was the leader supposed to be the leader of the people. He's gonna show them the way, and mm-hmm. they killed him. They they killed him, mm-hmm. and he was sent to save them all. Now, mm-hmm. so be careful when you talk about electing that perfect person because he or she doesn't exist out here. But you try to get the best person you feel that can. Yeah. And I know it gets fuzzy because my best cannot be your best. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you talked about, Billy Graham a while ago, uh, you know he thought uh, he thought Richard Nixon had the a guy. Richard was exposed for what he was worth, mm-hmm. and went on to the great new younger looking up and looking down. Uh, they made a statement that well, uh, uh, Billy Graham didn't really know he was that
1: way. That he was that, uh, mm-hmm. that he was really like that, uh, but I, I don't buy that. But that's what was said. Tried to clean him up. Yeah, but he put all his chips on on uh, uh, Nixon, and it ended yeah, it, it ended up blowing up in his face because next when Nixon got tied up and caught in Watergate, Billy Graham, remember, had to come on national TV and apologize for his endorsement exactly. of Billy Graham.
3: Exactly. And I think he had been around he get some of the children. And old Patrick Bush, I think, I believe he had been around talking to the, uh, the last old Bush president that we had. You mm-hmm. know? He was so out of line, abusive, all different stuff. But listen, look, real quick, if you had to say, uh, I heard you talking about that backlash a while ago, when it seemed like there's a little father thrust for black. Mm-hmm. If you had to kind of connect. If you had to
1: name say, the most racist US president we've
3: had, who would you say it would be? The most
1: racist one? US president we've had. US president we've had. Oh, uh, it would have to come out of certain eras. Uh, Andrew Jackson was one. Uh, he you, you know, he's the one pulled the troops out that was protecting African African American slaves. Wow, and they were building their farms and revamping during that era. Uh, but the most racist we've had, uh, it would be well, it, Trump. Trump, he's the most overt, but the most treacherous racist we've had. We had two of them about the same. That was uh, Nixon and Reagan.
3: Yeah. I said, in my little circle state, I see Andrew Johnson. You know, uh, well,
1: said, yeah, said, you you you, you strong with Andrew Johnson. He was. He was right after the Civil War. Yeah, right after yep. the
3: right Civil War. Mm-hmm. Right after the Civil War, they're giving the pieces of land. Some had worked on plantations, right? Debut, and some of them worked in how they were just, you know, I guess the whites just think, okay, we're gonna make a few amen. Andrew Johnson went and sent troops and things. They just took a lot of that stuff back. and he enacted laws and policies yeah. to make sure that that stuff was taken and put. Some of the stuff he took and he said, oh, "We're gonna turn this into national, the uh, Department of Interior, it was being parked and be parks better Just took it. I mean, just yeah. our right took it. Well, and so when you look at when you look at wealth, it can be passed down. When you take people's stuff, they got nothing passed down. It's a shame, but
0: that's right. That's
1: right, Andrew Johnson. Like I said, you have a uh, you have a good argument there, Andrew Johnson, because Andrew Johnson was the one that closed the bank that was set up by Lincoln that was going to lend money to blacks, black landowners, and everything.
0: Exactly.
1: And he killed that. Yes, his his premise was right. His premise
3: was if you let blacks. The, get some economic freedom. Mm-hmm. We won't be able to control them. Yeah. And, and I, think I told you last time we talked, and I'm going to 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 But a lot of this politics. I'm 73 years old, and as I get older, I begin to see that it's not so much that I believe about the Paul and all that thing. It's about one person, one group being able to control another group and reap most of the benefits off the sweat of their ground. That's, That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a good day, out. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, stay
1: tuned in. All right, thank you. Thank you. we the line, nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three.
2: Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Arthur.
1: Arthur, okay. Good morning, Arthur. Good
3: morning. That's yes. Funny. How are you doing?
1: Fine. You doing all right?
3: Yes, sir. And for the black males concerned, mm-hmm. they are, they're, afraid of him. they're afraid of us. And mm-hmm. the Me Too movement is all based on that, so they have to do what what's uh, being supported by the status quo they're trying to maintain that. Mm-hmm. So he was straight hand saying, making those kind of statements See, because straight hand is a part of the system. He gets paid by the media,
0: mm-hmm. and so he has to say what they tell him to say. Well,
3: he sure said
1: it. He talked about, oh, it's the black woman, the black woman. And the black male gave 80% of its vote. I know it wasn't as high as the black female. I think hers is around 96%. But just to expel us, see, I've never heard this before. I've been listening to civil rights. Lord, I don't know how many, 65, years almost. And... uh I've never heard them try to split the black male and the black female. They would talk about the black vote, but they're trying to talk about the black male and the black female. And they have never been, see a sort of this little uh, tension against black male like I hear it. See, when you've been around something a long time, you listen to everything. I listen to everything that's going on. Now, I don't like what I'm hearing.
3: Well, it's always been going on but they are not openly saying it because they know it would cause a problem, but it's the whole idea of divide and conquer. And mm-hmm. if you get the black woman in the position and believing that she's gonna make it without us, then it's over. And and the white male knows this. She mm-hmm. knows how hard she worked, how smart she is. And I love my mm-hmm. black woman. She knows it. But they make sure we do not join forces, because once we do, they know it's over for them. So they have to maintain the status quo. Biden knows. That's why he elected, you know, he got the vice president as a woman. a husband is white. But they always want to make this blend. And even you see it in your commercials. You see it with the evening show called Blackish and Issues and all them other issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and trying to make sure that uh, the black race does not stay as pure as possible. Mm-hmm. Break it down, it becomes weaker. And you can see it every day in terms of the kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't know our history. And was well, the school with it? And uh, told me, you know, even when I got the degree, that you, you can't say. Yeah. Uh, you can't say that uh, America is built on the back of black people. Uh, he told me that same uh, things I had to say if I wanted to graduate. So yeah. I figured this out that, hey, they are not that small, but they got us fooled with this white history. And everything, and now we are afraid to move because we are sold to them in terms of mortgages. No house, no car notes, credit bad. And so we can't say anything we don't think we can because we're afraid. And as someone said, everything you want is on the other side of fear. And if you can get over fear, you can move forward. Mm-hmm. But, but to maintain that status quo, and, and, and again, as I mentioned once before, a Gentile has been cursed and he can't change. Mm-hmm look what happened at the Capitol. What yeah. did they do the next day? Mm-hmm. Back to the animal motor operation. All right. But check. Uh-huh. They are going to change. Watch. I just say two words to my people. Pay attention. All right. I don't waste time on trying to change the oppressor. I'm trying to change the oppressor. We have to change our mind. Yeah, that's He's right. That. never going to change his mind. Yeah. And he shows you every day Every day, they start out live. Listen to him next time you talk to him. Yeah,
1: but you do have to point his points of oppression out, that we might be cognizant of what's going on around us. Sometimes he do these things, but many times we don't pick up on what he's doing. That's, That's why, right. Yeah, you have to press. But I thank you, and I thank you for your call. Good call. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, Jason? We're going to Gino. Gino. ready? Right. Good morning, Gino.
3: What's yes. up, uh, doctor. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, uh-huh. Ready right here. Okay, how you are you? You on there? Brian, how okay. are you?
3: Man, I got... I want you to know, I got three, three uh, questions, but I'm going to talk about them. I want you to answer them when I hang up, okay? Okay.
1: I don't know if I can. Gonna,
3: come on. Okay, first 10 days... Of Joe Biden, what kind of executive order blitz? Whatever they calling it. Mm-hmm. Why the people that voted put him through in this election are getting nothing, and the legals are getting everything. Doctors are getting. I mean, uh, Hispanics are getting everything, and they're not the ones to put him in office. First of all, then MLK's later. Why nobody ever talks about MLK's later speeches? The last three years of his life, he talked about reparations. He talking about coming to Washington to get his ticket. No mm-hmm. one ever talks about those speeches. Don't they, they, don't want you,
1: they don't want you to re, uh, uh, they know that. Yeah. No, he they talks, let him, sleep as, yeah, they him sleep as a dreamer.
3: Yeah, they want him to sleep as a dreamer. Yes. That's what I'm saying. They want he him to be asleep. A man, he talks about us not getting reparations. is parallel to a man being convicted for 40 years in prison. Mm-hmm. And they find out, oh, and they, and they come up to him one day and say, Oh man, we find out that you innocent, but they don't give them no money to yep. uh, start out with. They don't give them no bus fat even to get them a town, man. Yep. They just release them and release them out, and what is he gonna do? That's our biggest problem, yeah, in America, right. man. As a people, mm-hmm. like the guy that was talking about generational wealth, he hit the nail on the head. He really took some of my talking points, but I'm glad he did <laughs> I'm I he ask his other question. Yeah, if you don't have generational wealth in this country, all everything else is almost one word.
1: That's true, because every generation has to start from the very bottom or the very beginning yeah. every time. When we don't have wealth to pass from one generation to, Thank you. to the next, and usually the greatest generation of wealth where we could really once had, but it, it was taken away from us and swindled out of it, was property. Land. property. That's why we have a, 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 an attorney to come on once a month. Land is our key to freedom. They can't build any more land. You can't, you
3: can't build any more land. No. So it's, worth no it, it's
1: worth every. Oh, it's it. It's, it. it's not. It's number one. And, Just think about the Bible. What is it yeah. that God wanted the children of Israel to have? Land. Land. They were headed to the what? promised Man, promise, yes, yeah, Promised Land. Yeah. yeah, Milk and honey. Yeah. Land yeah. flowing yeah. with milk yeah. and honey. We are in the Promised Land. Yeah. We just have not gotten built. our part. Our We milk the Promised Land. Yes. We entered the Promised Land. Mhm. Built so, it like our farm.
3: Like I was telling a uh, a group of people at my job, right? I'm like, they they don't understand because they are Hispanics, they're second generation Hispanics, or third generation Hispanics, and they don't understand what. Do why do you want something for free? Yo, how's reparations? I said, put it like this, Felipe. I say, say, I say, would you work for this company 16 to 24 weeks? What if you have? What about? Uh, what about uh, our employer say, hey man, for 16 to 24 weeks, I'm not gonna pay y'all anything. And I asked, I said, what would they do to you and your family? He said, man, we'll, we'll probably go on there. I said, thank you. So think about 16 to 24 generations, generations, brother. Well, you I, can't even survive 16 to 24 weeks working for free. I'm he, talking about 16 to 24 generations.
1: Here's the problem. Like, oh, here's the problem. Here's the problem. The Everybody who comes to America should have to be able to take a history a history test of America. Thank you. I'm not talking about History. I'm talking about true yeah. American yeah. history. True American true history. Everybody should be able to pass that history test. Thank because you if history. they knew the truth about America and how it was built and who built it, they would respect you more than They're they else. would. Afraid, than they do. They don't respect you now because they come and see you in the condition you are in, thinking yeah. you've been in that condition the whole time yeah. and you've never done yeah. anything. That's a yeah. problem. All right. Okay, thank you. I, I'm completely out of time here, but uh, thank you for your call and coming. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, and we're taking your calls. You can reach us at 972-647-1893. Who do we
2: have, Jacob? I've got a call from Brother Andrew.
1: Brother Andrew. Good morning, Brother Andrew.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Listen here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here we go. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Uh, Look, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. I myself had to make some adjustments, and I had to pray very heartily to the Lord and my my Savior to help me through this stuff, through going through incarcerations, through going through addictions, through going through abusing uh, my family mentally and and just financially. Uh, I had to change because if I continued on that path, what good would I be in my in this world and in my family's life, and God didn't want me and does not want me to go on the path of in and out of incarceration. Now that's what a lot of people see. Most black men are doing. They're not gonna do anything. They ain't going anywhere. They always hand in, looking for handouts. But that's not true. We they got some. We have some good brothers out here. Um beginning to get into society where, hey, I'm part of the uh, solution. I I love feeding the homeless. Me and my family, we love uh, giving things back to society and to people that is in need. Not people that want, but people that's in need. And it breaks down the family structure of a black family structure when you start separating the black woman from the black man because there's no power there no more. Black power. Mm -hmm. that's where the strength came from that's where the strength is at we Mm -hmm. keep a family we pray together we eat together at the dinner table we all sit down at the same time we don't Mm -hmm. sit down at separate times we Mm -hmm. sit down together we talk to our children we let them know what's going on in society with the uh, voting with the new president and we let them know hey we have came a long way, but we still have a long way to go. We can't sit down and relax now. We got to keep pushing
1: forward. Yep, you're right. We can't get there by sitting back and relaxing and thinking that uh, some president is going to take us there. We have no, got sir. to. We have got to push, push hard. See, we elect people and sit back and let them do their own thing, instead of holding them accountable. To the things we elected them for. See, that's where our problem is. Now, the black man, I don't know where all of that came from, but he's not going to work, he's not going to do this and that, because this is what we were brought to America to do. What's the worst? See, the black man's the only man in America that's always had a job. You always had a job. You may not have been paid as much. But you worked. In slavery, you worked. may not been yeah. paid anything at all. But yeah. we've always had a job. So uh, all that other is nothing but a bunch of hogwash, and that needs to be brought out. And I thank you for your call. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Line, 972-647-1893.
2: Who do we have, Jason? We have an anonymous caller.
1: All right. Good morning, anonymous caller.
3: Good morning, good morning. Yes, the good morning. The last few were, were very good, very good. Got a few mm-hmm. issues that I wanted to bring up. Um, I voted for Biden, but I'm not happy.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. I'm looking at our women, our black women. Uh, although this is a historic time, we got a vice president that is black. And, well, she don't say she's black. She says she's a woman of color. Well,
1: did she, was she black, or a woman of color, or Asian, or whatever, when she was running? Where was she when she was running? Oh, when she was running, she was black. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. but now once she got elected, she's everything. She's somewhere. They named three or, they named four or five things. They said she was, but none of this ever was said
3: during the campaign. I got a question Mm -hmm. I see that our black women are are ecstatic and I'm happy for uh, Kamala as well however if President Obama was married to a white woman do you think black women would be as happy for him as they are for Kamala oh
1: god no (laughs) no 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 uh, the brothers that married white women have caught it. Ooh, they caught it in this country. And when even then, if when you go pull stats, it was about even on both sides. So uh, they're they, they, as soon as they make it big, they go get them a white woman. Well, as soon as she made it big, she married a white man. Right. I used to have to tell them to come on with it. For every white woman or brother is married, I'll name you a white man, a sister is married. And I used to play that game with them. And they couldn't believe it. So, no, the devil,
3: no. The other issue I have is uh, with Biden, again, yeah, mm-hmm. I voted for him. But one of his executive acts was to order that their schools should include transgender athletes in
0: girls' sports.
3: Transgender
0: athletes? In other
1: words, let uh let boys play uh uh with girls, with and against girls.
3: Against girls, whether it be uh softball, <laughs> track, basketball. What about football? Well girls. <clears throat> oh, you got girls playing
1: football now. I was looking at a girl wanna won the state playoff games with a field goal kick. So you got girls playing
3: you do you do but this this is an atrocity I again I voted for him but I'm not happy
1: yeah what has he done that you're not happy
3: with this 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 uh, this order that he the the transgender can now play sports with the women I don't feel like boys should be uh, wrestling against girls that's a I'd be at
1: the advantage. Well, you got a lot of girls who want to play these boys' sports. Now, in certain size schools, uh, some of them might be able to play a little bit, uh, maybe in smaller schools. But when you get to that 5A, 6A level, and uh putting girls out there on that field with those boys, that that's pretty rough. That's that's super rough. So now uh, I, I played football and I know uh that I just don't believe in it. Maybe one in one in ten thousand may be able to play with boys. Maybe boy in ten thousand you ladies call in, I know you're mad with me. But uh <laughs> But and, and girls came out from back when I was playing the boys would have knocked their heads off just to prove to them they can't do it.
3: You're right. Yeah. Why right. they
1: still
0: do it to this day, but You think they they'd
1: go out and hurt those girls? I got a I got a youngster in here. Young man Young man, how old are you? Twenty three. Twenty three, Are you younger now. Well both of y'all young. Can girls Today play football with with
2: boys. On well, I'm the... excited you asked me this question. Uh, there are girls out there that could uh, beat the crap out of all of us, and if they were, if they're just as good, if not better at the sport than us, let them play.
1: All right, what about football?
2: If they're just as good as the rest of us, let them uh, have play. Have you
1: seen a girl as good as? Uh, there's a college a athlete. Good, there's uh, a college uh,
2: athlete. I don't know what school she plays for. Is but she's she good. At, she's the kicker. Good. Is, yeah, I know. I saw. So I'm sure there's tons of guys who wanted to be that kicker position, that's but she got it. it. Yeah, but now, that's sort of a you know a sad <laughs>
1: position. Well, okay. Could she play guard, tackle, fullback? Could she play linebacker? If she could, let
2: her do it. If, if, if she was have good. Have you ever it, seen one that could? No, I, no, no, I have not. <laughs> no, I but, but if there was, but speaking from somebody who has a girlfriend who's much more athletic than he is, uh, she could kick my butt any day. And she could play any sport really that she wanted to up to a high school level um, <laughs> just as good as any guy could.
1: Have you seen one that could?
2: Not personally, but mostly just because. Uh, in Texas, like 6A football, that's where I went to a high. I went to a 6A football. And you think a girl
1: could have played out there in 6A football? All 5A, maybe not even
2: 4A. 4A maybe. 4A maybe. 6A uh, probably not.
1: every so often you can get those 4A teams are pretty rough. ever so often.
2: They they can get pretty rough. They can get pretty rough. But um, you know, girls can kick.
1: All well, right, okay. all right, all right, all right. I don't
2: know. Why not let them play, though? Like, what's the issue with letting them play? You get a girl hurt, I don't know. But I mean, the, sport itself, I, the sport itself is dangerous for anyone playing.
1: But here's what? Here's what. If you know you got a clear shot on a girl, will he take it? Or will he let it go and it might cost him the game? Will he really? See, I remember back we had this conversation. Oh, it's been five or six years ago, about girls wanting to wrestle with the uh, boys, and uh, I don't know. It didn't seem to work out because some girls did all right at first, but when the fellas really got tired of it, they started slamming them, and they cut it out. So I don't know. All right, let them play. All right, I think yes, sir. Are you there?
0: Yes. Sir.
1: What do you think?
3: No, no, no. <laughs> uh, See I'm now they
1: they they're calling uh, everybody. They calling the chauvinist pigs now, right now.
3: <laughs> I, I <understand. laughs> but I'm looking at let's just say track. You putting boys against girls in tracks. Well, the times are going to drop, of course. But those are not girls; those are boys. Well.
1: No, girls can't girls can run as fast as boys. No. No, they can't. And I said it.
3: Girls against boys.
1: And see, your best track star right now, what's the young lady out of California? Oh, her dad is a preacher. Anyway, she's best. I think she did a quarter in about 47. But when the fellas are really rolling, that ain't going to get it. They'd be running 44s and 43s. Uh, no. No. Uh, I think if it ain't broke, let's don't fix it, okay?
3: All right, have a good
1: one. All right, thank you. I clear the line, Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have, Jason? We have a call from Bobby. Bobby, all righty. Good morning, Bobby.
3: Good morning, Pastor Barnett. How are you doing, sir?
1: Fine, how are you?
3: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic show sure you have, and I'm enjoying it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We had four years with Obama, and uh, we didn't get reparation. Mm-hmm. I suggest Robert Smith, he paid for all those guys that was coming out of college. He's got the mutual four billion.
1: I was talking to a guy, Marvin Earl, yesterday. He knows Robert Smith. He's, he's moved to Denver, and he got to know Robert. And uh, he says a good man, and man really does that from his heart.
3: That's what he said. Yeah, he took about the thing. He's taking him under his wing. He's trying to show him how Elon Musk is going to the moon, all this high tech, this 5G stuff. See, we're behind in that. Our young generation is behind in that. There was a guy, I don't know if you're familiar with him or not. He's a young rapper. His name was uh, Mexican Hustle. He's out there in California. He bought the whole block. Yeah. Yeah. He was him how to invest in the stock market. See, that's another thing we don't know that much about. How to start out maybe when you're 12 or 13 and start your bank account and invest in the stock market, like when you, uh-huh. you go buy his first stock. Mm-hmm. And that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. So my point is, if you going in. so we get maybe 12 of those guys that he paid for their tuition and they don't have no college student debt name they ain't got that over, like the 12 disciples in the Bible. You take them and they'll be our male leaders. Mm-hmm. Like now, like. Uh, 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 Martin and all the rest of them. And China, this is the idea that uh, the rapper had, I think, California. He was mm-hmm. going to form them and then we going to start our own black company, our own uh, Silicon Valley. Yes, and he, he
1: built that shopping center. But why did they and
3: kill him? Well, you know why they killed him? Just like they kill all our leaders. Anytime, look what they did in Tulsa. Anytime a black man pulled up by his bootstraps, if he's telling us, there we're going to give you Pull yourself up by your bootstrap.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Then, don't we can pull ourselves up by our bootstrap, give us 12 leaders. Sister. Come out and this school. They teach 12 more, and then we'll start investing. We'll pool our money, we'll start investing, we'll start we'll a little club of sort, and then it will go from there. But so mm-hmm. we've got to have, we don't have no young black leaders that step in, every time it seems like one step up and try to take us to the promised land, you get cut down, you know. Uh,
1: well, i tell you what, though, uh, let me say this. These youngsters, these black rappers, oh yes, yeah. they're smart. They, they're sharper than their, our generation. They're much sharper. They cut the middleman out there, and the middleman causing a whole lot of this because he's been cut out of the deal, it. and they're making their yeah. money themselves.
3: Yes, sir. They had it was, assassinated. That was a hit. Yeah, that was just
1: like. Well, there's a whole lot of that going on.
3: A black folks to kill, to kill. Mm-hmm. So so we got to get us black male leaders. Ain't nobody out there on the front line, like a girl in Georgia. Mm-hmm. We need some like men to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like our black leaders, our young black leaders just gave up. They gave up hope. They don't see no future. That's why the cliche, Trump came by, hey, lazy, that hey this and they that. If a man don't see no hope, he ain't got no real to live for or past one act. Well, there
1: are plenty of role models out there, but these role models are obviously not sharing enough information with the youngsters to teach them how to go out there, be dignified, how to survive, to live, and move forward. Obviously, enough of that is not being taught.
3: Well, Robert, you got Robert's on the right track. Okay. Right
1: track. Huh? Yeah. I know. You think uh Yeah, like I said, I talked to a guy that's a friend of uh, the man there in Denver. And uh, that's, it's more happening than you, that's announced. Everything that we do is not announced on the radio. And there are some young men that are doing some great things. But uh, we just don't hear about it over the evening news because we, there are people who don't want you to know this. All righty. I the thank heck? you. Yeah.
3: Where are they? Where are they?
1: They are, I they are, they are, they are, they're out there. They're progressing. They're
3: progressing.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. We thank you. We thank you for your call. Tell you what, I'm up against a break. 972 647 1893 number to get me. Up against a break. We'll be right back. Well, time to make that change. People of
3: the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. All
1: right, we're back and ready for our number two of Church Information and in Open Firm. I'm Marian Barnett, your host. All righty, inviting you to be with us tomorrow morning, 930 on Facebook. Marion Barnett Sr., uh, Heavenly Joy Church. We are on tomorrow morning, 930. Everybody, everybody is invited to come and be with us tomorrow morning, 930 on Facebook. Mary Barnett Senior. Love to hear from Love to see you. Love to call you out for being there. All right. Just come be with us. Be with us tomorrow morning, 930. All righty. Who do we have online? Up next, we have Texas Ed. Texas Ed. All righty. Texas Ed. Go right ahead. This is- you got him on. Hello, Texas Ed. Well, yeah, you got him on. Uh, I guess he's gone. I guess he. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then up next we have Bill. All righty. Good morning, Bill. Is volume good morning, up? Pa- All go right. Good in.
3: morning. <laughs> good morning, best
1: How you doing? Fine. How are you?
3: Good show. Good. 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 Good, good show. Good show as always. Thank you. A few callers back made points about uh, uh, about, and uh, both of you made points about uh, teaching history or having people that come into this country know some kind of history, mm-hmm. you know, about the country. Mm-hmm. But, but I, what I, most of the rest of the world knows the history. They know black people built this country. They know it. They already know it. Is they that right? And, and and they're not you know, they're not ignorant, they know, they're taught that taught that in their own country. Or I you know, but here the problem is here. The problem is how do we teach how do we get these books and, 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 and schools and, and teach young people the true history of this country. That's where the that's where we have to change the system. But mm-hmm. as far as people that, that approve books, that 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 write books, that that, that teach out of these books and whatnot. These, these, this is the travesty of these, the late, this late generation mm-hmm. that we're living mm-hmm. now. You've mm-hmm. we been taught a lie. Yeah, and, and that's it's, true. It's just hard to change this lie because you have so many... This this is where city councils or, 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 or school boards and whatnot, mm-hmm. we need, need to press them to find true history, and mm-hmm. have these have this true history taught in schools. You don't have to worry about the rest of the world, Dr. Barnett. If they mm-hmm. have to take a history test, they pass it because they know. They, they
1: know, know American history. All they right. American it's America who don't really know it's true history.
3: Yes, they know the plight
1: of, mm-hmm. of, of the world. Well, man. I can believe that because I know it wasn't taught. True history in America, has, they don't see. They don't know no. true American history. This is why they act the way they act. This is why yeah, people are as prejudiced as they are and hateful because they don't know true American history.
3: No. And that's and they, a problem. They, they don't, and they don't want to know it. They, they, you know, you're going to have to push them. I don't know if we'll ever see it in our generation. Probably not. You know, because I, I'm an old man now. myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's. The place we should have started, and that's the place we need to start right now. Yeah, but and, and it's
1: time. Well, it's time to get get rolling. It's time mm-hmm. to start teaching true American true history. history. Yeah, true history. That,
3: that way, that way, this country and, and the whole world can respect uh, mm-hmm. who built this, truly built this country.
1: That's correct. All righty. Thank you. Man. I thank for your Thanks, call man. and coming, Rico. 1893 Who do we have? Up um, next, we have Kevin. Kevin. All righty. Good morning, Kevin. Yes, yeah, good right ahead. All right. Uh, how
0: you doing, Mr. Uh, uh, Reverend Barnett and to your engineers and hosts? Uh,
1: All right.
3: Thank you. Time, I'm a short-time listening, but uh, I want to give a big shout-out to Mr. Ike Steen for uh,
0: turning me on to you. But, uh, uh, thank I- you. Yes, sir. Thank you,
3: Ike. Uh-huh. I'm not going to be long-winded. I just want to say we need to, I was listening to a couple, and you have some good callers to call in.
0: Uh, Mm
3: -hmm. I was listening to a caller uh, a few calls ago. uh, You know, he said he wasn't too happy with Biden, but I just want to say we need to give this administration a chance. And um, we, you know, we can't be biased uh, for this last past four years. You know, it was it wasn't too good for a lot of us. And, uh, I just want to say, let's give this administration a chance, and this don't this don't pit, pit,
0: uh, pit against each other. And uh, I well, think uh, from what I'm seeing, he's uh,
3: uh, uh, defense uh, secretary, uh, brother Austin. Uh, he just got appointed, and uh, so I think he's giving everybody a diverse chance. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. it's this, this not it's this not just going here and I'm unhappy about this or I'm unhappy about this. And, you know, uh, even when, uh, sister Kamala Harris, uh, uh, when they was trying to vote in, it was, you know, issues about her past record. And, uh, you know, uh, even with, uh, uh, brother Biden, you know, uh, it was, uh, issues about the, the, some of the stuff he passed in the past. So, you know, you can't, I just don't think you
1: should just hold that against him. Let, let me ask you something. Go ahead, Bruce. Should you uh, try to corral rope the horse while he's still in the stable or try to get him once the gate is open and he's gone? Which one is easiest? Say it again. I'm sorry. Say it again. Sir. Should you try to capture the horse before he gets uh, for, before he gets outside the gate or cap, try to capture him while he's inside the gate? Inside the gate. Well, what, what's happening now is he's appointing a cabinet. These are very important people that will make a lot of decisions that the president get credit for and do a lot of things. But if you see him not doing certain things and not hiring certain people and giving others uh, more play. Then this group of people, well, you should say something while wow, the horse is still in corral.
3: Okay. Uh, without due respect. So, what do you what do you see against his cabinet that he's putting in?
1: How many how many African American men has he put in his cabinet?
3: Well, for one, I, uh, I might have seen maybe one. For that, I'm just.
1: And you think that's uh, enough? Do you realize how many people he'll have in his cabinet? How many people do you think he'll have in this cabinet? Like I okay, yes sir. Uh listen, like I said, give this man a chance. Uh, no, but if we we if we don't say anything we go, we, while he a, while he's doing this well he all he has to say is well I thought y'all were happy with what I was doing.
0: Yes sir.
3: Okay, but we got four years. And guess what? Just like with Trump you
0: vote them out.
1: If you don't like it, vote them out. Man, you want to waste four more years
0: okay, well, of inactivity, no choice, of not doing no and
1: seeing what's on your mind? When you vote for a person, you're supposed to hold them accountable. Those four years that they're serving you, because after four years, he might be gone. And you voted for him for nothing. Okay,
3: so in this whole four years, you got, uh, you got four years with him. So you you gotta we gotta give
1: him a chance. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We gotta give him a chance.
3: Give him a chance. Look, when a man has been
1: in government, when a man been in government as long as he have, what is it? About forty eight yeah. to fifty years. Yes, he he has a great idea on which way he's going and what he's going to do. He's letting you know he got that. He's putting things together. and He's putting them together fast now. Now okay. is the time for us to say, "Hold up, buddy!" Now, don't forget certain ones over here. These people voted for you, and he knows who voted for him. Don't ever think he don't know who, who voted for him. And say, "Well, hold up! Uh, don't walk off and leave us. And you call for us to vote for you, and we did. No, that's, you, that's not separate. the way politics is paid. That's a- you get you get what you get what you get you hear their promises and you hold them to it and don't wait till the end of their term to say well I gave you a chance no 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 from the very beginning you, you get on
3: top of it Reverend Barnett how many people black people did Trump
1: have in this the blacks the blacks in in mass numbers didn't vote for Trump. Although he had, what was the name? Secretary of Housing, the doctor. it was That was a joke. Trump was a joke. So the whole thing, you don't even count Trump as president.
3: That's right. So, yeah. And what I'm saying is, give it a chance. And we're going to see what it Give it, it a goes. chance.
1: Aren't you tired of giving people a chance? Okay. Everybody come along, you giving them a chance? You'll never get anywhere. You there?
3: I'm very Reverend you, uh,
1: aren't you tired of giving them a chance and they do nothing? Well,
3: like I said, uh, Secretary of Defense, and he just—that's uh, just one. That's, just that's
1: one. another one that he has we in. The we it, but we don't know. It's, it, um, uh, Reverend Barnett, and to your listeners, you might have more to come in. We
3: don't know. He
1: again. might, but we want to sure make sure this we keep watch upon yeah, I mean, what he's doing. Is
3: Reverend Barnett. Hmm. I respect you, sir, and I like it, and and I'm, and uh, like I say, I get up every morning now to listen to your show, and I appreciate it, man, you got some good uh, collars, and I'm using a a serious XM listener, but uh, this is a good show, and I really do appreciate it, but this is, how long has he been in office? So we gotta see what's gonna go on, we can't just, just off the top, just jump the gun and you know, I think it, I think we too. I think we fast to jumping the gun too fast. Jump, we and, uh, who are you talking about? Yeah, black
1: people. Yeah,
3: jumping the gun? I, you don't know. Uh, nobody know. You don't know. I mean, we got. to we, we don't,
1: don't jump, jump the gun. In fact, many times I wonder, did we hit the gun?
3: Uh, out of Rem Barnett with due facts.
1: Give me a situation where we have jumped the oh, gun yeah, I've been
3: before. There for another four years, sir.
1: Huh? you gonna give him four years of your life and not question him sir are you well no, answer that are you gonna give four years of your life without questioning him
3: we gonna question we gonna question all
1: right so what's your, what's your argument then
3: my argument is this black people need to get off of this We we that's our problem we
1: need to get off of this crap man get off of what
3: crap man Listen, the man ain't been there a week, and everybody, I, I see, I, I just see pitting going on for no reason. Man, this you seen start, what? Man, what have you seen, brother? The guy ain't been there a week, and everybody now. Nah,
1: what man. everybody are you talking about?
3: What you call a call or man? Say I'm disappointed with man. You the man ain't been there two or three days. Yeah. Give yeah. the man a chance.
1: Look, 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 man! That's not the way politics is played. I know what you're saying. I know how you feel. I know you want us to back up and back off. That's not the way politics is played in America. Oh no! You better get on him and get on it quickly. Yes, sir. Or else it would go off and leave you, and tell you you should complain when this was coming down. No, that's the way the politics is played okay, anymore.
3: Anyway. So, so what are you going to do to change?
1: What am I going to do?
3: Yes, sir.
1: Oh, I'm doing that right now. Okay. So, what's are, are, you, are you riled up? So
3: what, it wasn't Reverend Dr. Barnett. What's your plan? What? What's your plan to change this?
1: Reparations. That's one of the things I'm working on. I'm working on several things. We need reparations.
3: reparations? Yes. You know what reparations is? I know what it is. Trust me. So hmm. you working on reparations? Yes.
1: But Hello. Something wrong with I'm
3: that? Sure. I'm li- You working on so you gonna take that to the? Okay. You working on reparations for the black the, the black community, right? Right. Okay. So you gonna have to take that to the highest court? So is, that ain't
1: nothing new. Okay.
3: Okay. So. You're gonna evidently you're gonna have to take that to the court. So let's
1: get it. So what's the big deal about that? We pay for the courts too.
3: It's about what when when all your callers call in that's complaining. And this is what I want to ask them. And this is a question to every caller, my black people that call in. This is what I want to know. What are you gonna do to change it?
1: All right, let me ask you something. What are you gonna do?
3: Well. You know what? I'm a, I'm a I vote. Uh, I try to work in the community. What do you vote
1: for? I vote for what I feel that's right. What if they don't that's do what's what I right? Vote for. They feel like that's gonna give me freedom
3: and a a, a better chance in life. Right. That's what I vote for, sir. Uh, what do you do?
1: If they don't do what you vote for, what do you do? I'm
3: gonna vote them out. I'm you? Not gonna vote for them. You gonna vote them out? Well, I'm not going to vote for him, but, sir, but
1: anyway, we can go out on day with <laughs> We sure can. I got to get off of this. <laughs> I know, we sure can. I All know right, we thank you for your call. We so,
3: sure so, I'm going to call in there. I'm, I'm going to be a uh, regular
1: caller. All right, make sure you do that now.
3: Kevin from Dallas.
1: All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go, come on.
2: Who do we have next? Up next, we have Reverend Moss.
1: Reverend Moss. Good morning, Reverend Moss.
3: Good morning, Reverend Bonnet. How are you, sir?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this last well, hey, listen. She
0: mm-hmm.
3: said that Joe's been in there a couple of days and, and all of this. But you know, how do you weaken the black man? You get, you strengthen the black woman. Mm-hmm. The same way Satan got the Adam. Eve. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what uh, I think a woman should stay in a woman's lead, woman's place. That's what we used to say. And for playing football and all that, and these uh, men hitting them and knocking them down, I don't think that's cool. You don't see a woman, you never saw a woman in the ring with Mike Tyson, have you? No. You uh-huh. you gonna never see that. So so I think that uh, they shouldn't have it done like that. So with Biden what he's doing and what I'm looking at, he know what he's doing. He 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 he's smart, he knows what he's doing. So if he gets more black women in, you know, in the office which you have now more than ever, we never had that many black women in in, in uh, places like they are now, right now. Mm-hmm. You know. And the same thing when they give a black woman a job uh, in a certain area, and like the black man becomes uh, weaker to her because she feels like he's he's not the man he should be because she's making more money than him. He's she's holding a better office than he's got. You know that's the way you get tough. So I think that the black man should stand up and, and stand his ground. We have men that that passed the baton. Martin Luther King passed the baton, but who picked it up? Nobody. Brother John Lewis carried the baton. Who picked it up? Nobody. Malcolm X carried the baton, but what black man picked it up? Nobody. See, we'll we stand around and criticize people that do a good job Mm -hmm. instead of holding
0: them up. That's right. That's right. I
1: tell tell you what, Preacher, I tell you what, Preacher, Mm -hmm. very good call. Good call. Good call. I'm out of time, but we'll be right back. Thank
0: you.
1: Now when the won't be no All right, we're back and uh, we are taking your call at 9726471893. Who do you have
2: next? Up next we have Coach.
1: Coach, already. Good morning, Coach.
3: Good morning. How y'all doing?
1: Fine. How are you this morning?
3: Good. I just want to talk about the young ladies playing football. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a football coach, and uh, we had a situation like that with another team. Um, And I told my team to ask their parents to forgive them because I know they grew up not no, they taught him not to hit a woman. But in this case, we had to hit her because if we wouldn't hit her, it mm-hmm. would have been she would embarrass the whole team. because mm-hmm. she, she was she was that good. Okay, mm-hmm. they had they had full fullback, they had her in linebacker. She was about six one, six two.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: we, we had we had to hit her.
1: Well, how did she hold up back. against the hitting? The output on her. She she'll bounce right back up. She'll bounce up like it ain't nothing.
3: She bounced up. What what team was this? It was a it was a team. Uh, the little
0: league
1: football team. Oh, uh, this was little league. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, now some it was, girl, it, 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 girls, girls because a lot of girls when they're young look like A lot of girls can be actual whip boys <laughs> when they're young. Right. But I'm talking well, about it, when they yeah. start getting uh hidden teenage years, hidden puberty. When the boys really begin to grow in different things, I'm talking about and that I have age. Seen on that too. huh?
3: I have seen that too.
1: All right. Uh, what? 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 With what, what team?
3: Uh, the middle school team uh, in Dallas. Uh, these girls are. These girls are all the same. Man, they good. They some of them better than the boys. And and in so middle school, yes, yeah, you have to
1: hit them in so middle in middle school they're, they're as good as yeah. the boys
0: yes'm yes.
1: saying uh, it's hard not. as you know are they as quick and fast as boys
3: yes, yes, they just like they hit just like they did just like a a guy we hit a regular guy oh. they hit like that I've seen it
1: you've seen I've it, it.
3: it. and yeah. you coach in middle school. I coach I coached literally the a team, the big team. That's mm. why I said what well, the one of the girls was 6'1. Yeah. And like soccer like. She was soccer like, you mm-hmm. know. All right. She can hit. And so so we had to hit her. If we didn't hit her, she would embarrass the whole team, you know? She would embarrass us. Uh mm-hmm. She played a full and season?
1: Was, then, 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 huh? She played a full season? Yeah. Well, uh, that, that that's that's news. I remember they had a girl from Bryan Adams here years ago wanted to play high school football at Brian Adams. And uh, now it, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work at all. And uh, I'm surprised to hear that because once the boys started hitting 13, 14 years old, See, we had a girl, as I grew up, we had a girl named Bernice used to play with her. When we were a little smaller, you know, in 1911, Bernice could play with us and play any position, tackle just like Mm -hmm. But once we got 12, 13, got too big for her, she couldn't play with us. She'd get hurt because one of us threw her down real hard and hurt her. So that was the end of that. So, but uh, I don't know. And this girl was rough. It's up to the
3: parents, though. It's up to the parents how the parents have to sign off on this
1: club. Well, I know I wouldn't have let my daughters play no football. No. no, I wouldn't wouldn't. let my
0: daughter do it either.
1: And uh, I have two boys and two girls. I was not about to let, I wasn't about to let my boys, let my daughters play with those hardheads. No. Uh-uh, no.
3: Well, if the parents, if parents turned off on it, that gives everybody a right to hit them, you know. Uh-huh. And we don't want to hit them, but the parents turned off on
1: it. And when he's talking about hitting, he's not talking about with his fist. He's talking about with no, no, shoulder pads, no, no. Uh, elbows no. and everything, anything else. Right. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Right. right. Well, I thank you for your call. You all right? All right. clear the line, 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have? Up next, we have an anonymous caller. All right. Good morning, anonymous caller.
3: Hi. yeah. Hey, how you doing, Pastor Barnett? How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, I I, kind of, I really appreciate uh, your form. Uh, a lot of the callers uh, sound informed and and giving some really good opinions, and uh, I appreciate that. The, uh, that it is an opinion opinionated show. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure that some of the people are coming with some good facts that they. That oh, they I
1: I, I have a great audience. I have a wonderful audience. <laughs> yes,
3: but they come now, up with some ideas. There some
0: the, <laughs> yeah,
3: there are some of the things that I've heard that I would I would rather uh, fact check and make sure that they're they uh, you know uh, actual things that that you know that's being said. Uh, one of them was the one on. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, the rapper out in uh, California,
0: mm-hmm.
3: that you know that he was assassinated, that you know, and he never did say exactly who put the other people up to assassinate him. He was just saying gay. and mm-hmm. I, it seemed to me I was getting it that he was saying that white people or some white people uh, uh, had him assassinated through black people through some black people. And I just, I'm not sure if I can, you know, unless I, you know, hear some facts on that, that I can, I can believe that. Uh, the other thing was, the other thing, and, and with throwing stuff out like that, it kind of, you know, it, it really, uh, this, this, uh, I, I don't, I don't know the word I'm looking for. It, it makes this point not that, you know, that good because it's just, you know, I, I can't, support the fact on that. Uh, the other thing was, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but it was, it was something about the guy was saying something, and I, I, can, I cannot remember what it was, but it was just, you know, uh, these, these some of the things that they're saying, I just, you know, I live in the, the world that I live in, and I, I'm going to say that, that my wife is white. But I'm going to say that the, the world that I've always lived in, where I came from, I believe that the only way that this America, this world, uh, the country that we live in is going to be of any good to anyone is that, and I know, I don't believe that it will ever happen, but we've all got to be able to get along with each other. And and no. all of the, the backbiting and killing and fighting and and, and I, I I don't know if you remember Charlie Jones the Charlie Jones show that used to come on Texas overnight. I told that man one night. I told him I said whites and blacks will never be able to get along. It will always be discord between the two people, to, between the two races. And uh, you know. Uh, so I, I I don't see it happening, but I believe that through,
0: through,
3: through a belief in God, I believe you don't have to get along with everybody. But if you're trying to do the right thing in life, it makes it a lot easier to get along with people that are trying to go the same way you're trying to go. There's a lot of white people trying to go the, the, the right way for in, in this country, if, if it weren't for some of the white people, we wouldn't be where we are today with the help, with the, without their help. Uh, with, with the black people, without, I, black, good black people, without them going in the same direction, uh, uh, Harriet, Harriet uh, uh, the one that helped free some of the slaves. Harriet Tubman? Um, yes, I, I, it was right there, and I just couldn't, but you know, What I'm saying is that people going in the right direction. I learned a long time ago, I I had some alcohol and drug problems. The the people that came to visit me, I told them, I said, I don't trust these white people. And they said, okay, if you're in the jungle and you're you're sinking in quicksand and somebody comes and throws you a rope and they're speaking in Chinese, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to grab hold to the rope. They said, that's right. No matter where the help is coming from, no matter who those people are, they're trying
0: to help you, accept the help. And that's my belief
1: today. Is that? Um, well, what if they're the ones who put the creek land there, there? Where do you think dope come from? Who you think imports dope into America? Now, come on, let's let's be realistic about this conversation. Who brought? Who brings dope? Who have ships, airplanes, all this technology? Who you think brings uh, drugs into America? Huh?
3: White? Th- oh, Columbia? White? Yeah. Colombia.
1: You, you uh, think blacks Columbia. got the money to do that?
0: Who distributes it? Who distributes
1: it? We distribute it in our neighborhoods. Those are, those are peddlers on the street. But I'm talking about the real drug lords. Too Thank you. Uh, right. Yeah, I, uh, she brought me my dope this morning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Just
0: because, they, just because they bring the dope in does not mean that we have to take it into our
3: neighborhood.
1: No, but when you tempt people with things they're not really sure about or don't know about, when you test it out yeah, on it and was, it works, see, you bring the, you bring the victim for the crime. Don't do that. You've been taught to do that. And you've been taught to think that way. No, well,
3: but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not blaming the people for the crime. But I'm saying that I have a choice. I have a choice today. I can go out there and I can do some drugs. I can go out there and drink a beer if I want to. Mm-hmm. I also have a choice to not to do that. And I choose today not to do that. Well, that's good. Just that's so that's wonderful. That same choice.
1: No, that's but choice do other that. people go to, who gets the long prison sentences? for 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 just handling that, handling dope. Who gets it? So
3: what am I going to do, just lay down? So I'm going to lay down? You no, know, who gets those sentences, blood?
1: those long sentences? Who's punished the most the behind blood? drugs?
3: The so, so what am I supposed to do? Lay
1: you, well, down? then the, let you know that there's something very sinister and evil, more than just selling drugs and smoking or uh, drinking or whatever you're doing, there's something else sinister that that's very sinister and evil behind this whole thing, and we need to look at the bigger picture. And it could be because there, when it comes to us, we have we don't have beds, or hospital beds, or drug rehab. There's just so many things that we same,
3: don't. Some of those same white people you're talking about that's giving those bad sentences and doing all those other things. There's also some that's working to help and give people, black people, that come out of prison jobs and and do other things and give them places to live. And, and do things you
1: can't just lump them all in one but they when they're in these particular programs they're just that's not much better than being in prison please please
0: but come on I'm let's
1: saying, let's be honest let's, call, let's, let's 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 call the, the victim the victim and the criminal the criminal those who are so, doing these things so are criminals so. perpetrating so, are we upon we other people
3: victims? are we supposed to be victims of the rest of our lives
1: we shouldn't be we shouldn't be.
0: You
3: but
1: you get a victim's mentality. You'll never move above it. And uh, when you have a mentality that blames yourself for things that for being tricked, uh, you end up with a victim's mentality and you'll never get out of it. I thank you for your call. They clear the Line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have?
2: Up next, we have
1: Randy. Randy? Alrighty. Good morning, Randy.
3: Morning, brother, Barnett. That's what I like about your show. Yes. You're a conversationalist. Mm-hmm. I like Bonnie and them show pretty good, too, but they ain't the conversationalist that you are. So I want to try and get quick, because I know you got a lot more callers, and so i not going to be able to put them all in. The deal mm-hmm. about the politics we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to tell everybody, until America gets the third party, we don't have a chance of the real dream of America.
1: This well, there a lot snake. of people agree with you, Randy. A lot of people agree this, with that.
3: This two-headed snake that we got, the Democrats and the Republicans, if you remember, those two parties are the ones that got us in the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And they've been running this country ever since then. Mm-hmm. So does that tell us that the people who were actually in charge of our government, uh, Democrats and Republicans, when, when, we, when we almost split up, Mm-hmm. Those people are actually still in power. It's just it's just the lineage of that same mindset. So if we don't get a third party, we don't continue to get the two headed snake.
1: Well, Randy, you're wanna... so you're so right about that because although the parties, both parties have have reversed their philosophy since 1860, but remember Abraham Lincoln was the first Republican president, and it's been Democrat and Republican ever since. And uh, whatever we have in politics, one of those two parties gave it to us. It was given to Correct. us. By yeah. Way. Yeah.
3: I want to speak real quick on the last thing. Reparations. Because you and I had a conversation last week about that. And mm-hmm. after I hung up, I think about these things. Now, i got a dilemma inside of me. This person that is pretty pale white. I ain't the whitest person I've ever seen, but I don't can very good. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, through my lineage, I've researched. On my my mom's side, I have German, I have Scottish, and black Dutch from Holland. Mm -hmm. On my dad's side, I have uh, Anglos in North Carolina that actually had slaves, but his mother was half Native American. So I'm an eighth Native American. I don't know how much black Dutch I am. So my dilemma in this reparation situation, and I'm sure a lot of people stand in this place. Mm-hmm. Am I part Native American, part Black? I'm part of these all these things. So which side do I end up standing on? The side that should receive reparation in some way, shape, fashion, or form mostly being treated right in America? Or am I on the side that should pay reparations? I'm confused, and I'm gonna hang up and listen to your well
1: uh, answer. L- l- before you leave, let me ask you something: Have you uh, have you been discriminated against because of your skin color, and say you can't have this job, you can't go into this hospital, uh, you you can't uh, come into this uh, theater? Have you been done like that? Uh, because of your skin color?
3: Well, I haven't been discriminated because of my skin color, but I have been discriminated because of my appearance. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I got well, to what, go to what appearance you talking fan. about. I'm, ta- I'm talking about me having long hair. Because, you know, back in the day, hippies couldn't go here, hippies couldn't go there. I oh,
1: that, that was my choice. You can, uh, you can cut your hair, but uh, if that, you but wanted to.
3: Deep down inside, deep down inside, no one can see it on the surface here. You can't see it. Nobody can when we first talk. But down inside, no. I'm Native American, too. Yeah. Down inside, I have a little bit of but black. If history. somebody was told it's to like, come into so the room
1: where we are right now and pick out the black person, they wouldn't have any problem. They know.
3: You're right. Yeah. So
1: that's where okay, I'm okay. Going. but I, I, I'm I'm up against a break. I, I'm I'm, up, let's uh, talk right. See you next week. All, all right. right. See you next week. All right. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, and we all have about eight to nine minutes. Uh, please make your questions short, and we we'll try to answer short. we we'll try to get as many people on as we possibly can. All right, who do we have?
2: Up next, we have Texas Ed.
1: Texas Ed? Yes,
3: sir. Texas Hello?
1: Ed? Yes, go right ahead.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry about that earlier. My telephone did something weird. But anyway, mm-hmm. I want to describe my view of how Donald Trump is going to beat these impeachment charges. He is a multi-billionaire and can afford an expensive battery of lawyers to stall all these people coming at him with these charges uh, to try to put him on trial. And he's going to take all his billions of dollars and move to a a neutral country like Switzerland and live there like a king in exile and wait until the statute of limitations expire
1: on all these impeachment charges. That's my view of things. Okay. Uh, that's your view, and uh, I'm sure there are some people that share that view with you. There are a lot of people who don't because they don't really believe he's a billionaire because all billionaires that I've ever met and known and talked to, they say he's not a real billionaire because he would do certain things. They See, billionaires know how billionaires live, so... Uh, Glad to hear your opinion. All right. Who, who's next?
2: Up next, we have Ahmad.
1: All righty. Good morning, Ahmad.
3: Good morning, Reverend Burnett. How are you?
1: Yes, sir. I'm fine. How are you?
3: I'm doing well. This is Ahmad with the SBA. I just want to let your listeners know that uh, we do have a new round of forgivable loans that were passed by the latest stimulus package that Congress put in place. And uh, if they are independent contractors, business owners, self-employed, global products, which include Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, beauticians, musicians, photographers, also qualify for these forgivable loans. Uh, and they you can go to sba.gov for more information or contact their banking institution to apply for these forgivable loans.
1: Okay. We thank you for that information, uh, Ahmad. All right. Who do we have next?
2: Up next, we have Robert.
1: All righty. Good morning, Robert.
3: Good morning. Good morning, Ruben Barnett.
0: Yes, uh-huh.
3: You, mm-hmm. I just uh, was able to wake up this morning. I thank God for allowing me to wake up and to be able to listen to your program. And oh, I really you. am inspired by it. But you know, uh, uh, my thing is that if a lot of these uh, younger people, if they was not born back in the 50s and 60s and before the uh, actual um, uh, civil rights, you know, the Bolton Act and all that, mm-hmm. then they have no clue what we talking about because what you're saying, what I hear you're saying is, is a, 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 a a President Joe Biden putting uh, people of color on his panel. Like you, I believe that he's, um, uh, he like you say, he's putting man. women, but he's not putting the black men. Mm-hmm. And I think that we are empowered by our black men. And can you remember back in the, I think it was like in the 70s on that TI thing, when TI would give all the women the job. Man, mm-hmm. that caused such accomplished because... Many divorces. Like they didn't,
0: they
1: didn't <laughs> I'm, I'm not like saying it that. It would happen now, but many homes were broken up behind that because they got them a job in a Mustang. Right,
3: yeah. right. So when they started doing that and they were able to get their own apartment and then all this kind of stuff, they felt like they didn't need us black men. So now relate that to back when, when the slavery, when... They just come in and they took the black men and they uh, raped the black women, you know, right there in front of the black man, because mm-hmm. he didn't have any power. They took his power. So that's like a, to me, that's a mind thing that you will never be able to get over it. And if you can't see that, then you don't really understand what we're telling you. And so the people, the young people of the day, they can't they can't relate to what we are telling them because they never been through what we've been through as being a black person.
0: Yeah, but now
1: here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying these women don't deserve jobs, but I'm saying that black men deserve to be treated better by this administration than it has so far. It has not been treated fairly. You give them 80% of your vote, but you've taken, uh, black women, you've given Hispanics, others, a lot of things and made promises to them that you have not made to the black male, black right. young young black children. They dream too. Hello, and right. uh, we have to understand what's really going on. Let's, let's let's put a collar on this this horse before we get out the gate.
3: I agree. I agree with you totally. And I sit there and I watch this, and that is back what's happening. And so even in the uh, in the uh, talk shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm asking, like, where are the black men's opinions? Where are, you know, where are the men's And,
1: and you the notice they flooded daytime television with black women talk shows.
3: Right, and I have nothing against that. I'm for that. <laughs> but but uh, what I'm saying is, uh, like, another thing on this show. Uh, but any time uh, they get
1: uh, one on there that's really sharp and know black history and straighten the rest of them out, they kick Mr. off.
3: They Mr. kick Mr. off. Mr. Yeah. Let me mm-hmm. say this once, and then I got. But, 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 yeah, the football, I, I got it wrong. Yeah, go okay, on. Okay, but on the football, you know, these guys are saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," the girls can play. But you know, listen to what he says. He said, but, "But we don't, we don't really hit them. You hit a woman, she cannot take the blow that a man can take because that's how God fixes us. She can't be produced. Woman is to be produced. She produced children. I mm-hmm. think I was reading that somewhere in the Bible where, we, uh, where the Adam and Eve deal." And you know where the woman she
1: cannot do what the man do. That's just a point that's just that's point blank. Well we're gonna have to have a show on that, because
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, for my dollars, you got everything. people
1: thank guy. you. You got people are very seem to be very upset about that topic, but I, I'm dealing with reality. I'm just about out of time. Uh mm-hmm. dealing with reality on that and uh only thing I know what I would have done with my children they would the girls couldn't have played football with those boys and uh, and from babies on we bought trucks and dolls and everything Them boys would get out there and grab them those trucks and ram them to each other and tear them apart girls would get the dolls and the silk and play with that we didn't steer them toward neither one but this is what they sort of automatically did all right, I got to get a, I got a minute. Uh, well, I better not take another call. We uh, Just bring one on and see what's up, just for a second.
3: It's Eddie.
1: All right, good morning, Eddie.
3: Good morning, great Reverend.
1: How are you this morning?
3: I can't lose with the stuff I use.
1: Wonderful, wonderful, yes.
3: Even yeah. Donald Trump had one more apprentice, and we have an apprentice, Dr. Michelle Morgan, yeah. Soho, the of yeah. yeah. dentistry. Yes. Please, let's keep that up.
0: Yeah. And uh,
1: donate. Okay. Because sure I- thing. I saw on TV other evening. Yes. Let's donate to make sure we get the hospital there on Martin Luther King in South Dallas. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Got to get out of here. And got to run. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Coming next is the Workers' Beach. Stay tuned to the programming here on KNON. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful day. bye
3: you better think about it or you won't be around. And what we need is a little bit of love. Send by one from heaven up above. Take a peek, it's simple and plain. This ain't no game, you know what I'm saying? What?